Hello everybody, this is me Amin. Yes, Alex. And welcome to another episode of Let's Talk About and in this episode, we're going to talk about a dolphin. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it is the BYD dolphin. We are now on Thursday the 27th of July and on the day itself today, BYD launched what I would say the most what I consider the most exciting electric vehicle to enter the Malaysian market. I think more exciting than the Tesla Model Y. Why? Because the price. Um, yep. BYD Dolphin is priced very attractively to a point where it's no longer you considering whether you should get an EV or not. It's more to... it's For me, it feels like, okay, I have a budget of X number of money that I want to spend on a car. And now and EV is within that reach. And uh, I think that's good for all Malaysians. Yep. Um, so in this episode, we're going to talk about the BYD Dolphin, what it is, the specs. Uh, Alex test drove the car. I checked out the car. Uh, and we're going to talk about the plus and minuses about the Dolphin, whether it's good or not. And, at the, and we're going to do some comparisons um, of this car with similar cars that's within the price range. And then we're going to talk about whether we're going to put our money down and get it. Whether we are, if we had, the, if we had the money, whether we're going to get a BYD Dolphin or something else. Um, first of all, the BYD launch today. Yeah, what was launch and yeah. So basically, like we've seen the teasers uh, all around, and even this car has been teased even during the launch of the Atto Three about seven months ago. Mm. So uh, as you know, BYD, uh, the biggest uh, one of the biggest world's biggest uh, EV manufacturers uh, from China, they introduced Atto Three, which is super popular. Uh, I would say that's probably the best selling EV right now because mm. you can get like a electric SUV for about hundred sixty nine thousand ringgit, and that really you know disrupts the, the that kind of price range in terms of SUV market. Like if you're gonna buy a CX five or X seventy, if you're in that market, right, you know that's something that entices you to consider EV because mm. it's so attractive less than 200,000 ringgit mm. and now for those people who complain uh, EV is only for T20s wait, oh so expensive 200,000 ringgit and all that so now there's finally a EV that is affordable and it's not crap <laughs> because the reason why I'm saying this is because uh, previously the cheapest EV was like the Aura Good Cat 100, uh, 40, 130 plus thousand ringgit yeah. and then later on there's uh, the new new cheapest EV in town the Neta V yeah. which costs like 99,000 ringgit yeah. but that's like basically very it's terrible it's because it only has two airbags and then the safety features is like a Proton Saga but you have additional passive cruise control I think a shopping cart is better than an <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then there's a lot of issues with it. Incent- like, uh, for example, you can't even adjust a height of seat. So now... Steering wheel also cannot adjust. Yeah, steering wheel cannot adjust. It's <laughs> fixed. And BYD, uh, uh, Dolphin came in the picture and mm. this just disrupt, I think, cars that's priced 120000 or and below. And because it's just so good. And firstly, when you see in the pictures, you all thought that, okay, BYD uh, seal, this looks like a compact Dolphin, hashtack. Dolphin. Sorry, oh, sorry, BYD <laughs> Dolphin. That's a different animal altogether. <laughs> that's a sedan. That's mm. another topic. So the Dolphin, right? Mm. So, so in pictures, it looks like, uh, looks like a... Compare hatchback. Yeah. Some people say want to see like oh like an Iris or like a Asia even. Yeah. But in reality, this car is actually bigger than you think. It's huge. Let's just talk numbers. All right. The, the first thing first is the wheelbase, mm. the distance between the front and the rear wheels. Mm. The Ato Three, which is like the mid-size uh, SUV, medium-size SUV, about the size of a CRV, something like that. So yep. that's two seven two zero millimeters, two point seven meters. Mm. This Dolphin mm. is two point seven meters as well. So about so two centimeters shorter. Yes, uh-huh. and to put that in context, if you compare that with other similar uh, hashbacks mm. in the market, like the Yaris, Toyota Yaris, that wheelbase is two point five five meters. Wow, the, the that's s- really short. Yeah, Honda mm. City hashback two point six meters. Mm. Even the new Honda WRV, the compact SUV, that's two point four eight five. That's mm. shorter. And what's more amazing is that even the Proton X seventy, which is huge, that wheelbase is two point six seven meters. So this is a, this wheelbase on the Dolphin is actually longer than the Proton X70. And what this means is that you get loads of space on the inside. Mm. Especially, this is a dedicated EV platform. Mm. So you've got a flat floor, mm. you, there's no transmission tunnel, so you can maximize a lot of space. And it's really huge. So it's roomy on the It's inside. very roomy inside. Yeah. So for those who think it's, it's small, mm. uh, you are <laughs> gravely mistaken. You should go check it out. It's actually much bigger. Yeah, I would say that, I mean, at first glance, when I look at it and you don't look at the wheelbase and all that, we don't look at the numbers, it looks kind of like a myvi ish yes. kind of size. Correct. But when I got inside of it, 
it's very roomy. Yeah. It's super comfortable for four people because um, we look at the dimensions. It has a long wheelbase, but kind of like a short body. So I'll let you get into details about that. And then yep. it's not as tall as the other competitors. Mm-hmm. So, but still you have good headroom because of the skateboard platform yep. and it's an EV. There's no transmission tunnel. Yep. There's a lot of room inside the car. Actually, in terms of length, right, mm. it's actually longer than the Toyota Yaris. It's actually taller than the Toyota Yaris, mm. and it's also wider than Toyota Yaris. <laughs> so okay. overall dimensions, right, it's, it's bigger, than, it's the bigger than the Yaris. So if you can imagine in your mind how a Yaris looks like, and everybody seen a Yaris, yes, uh, and it's kind of it looks big. Yep, it looks long. This one is bigger, longer, and taller. Yep, and has a longer wheelbase. Yes. So automatically, it's roomy on the inside. Yeah. The only thing that's... Uh, I think the next competitor is the Honda City Hatchback. Mm. So Honda City Hatchback is uh, slightly longer by maybe about um, five centimeters. That's about it. Which, which is nothing. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> it's amazing. So let's talk about the price and yes, the specs. And the specs. Let's go down the specs. Yeah. So uh. the, the thing is, before the launch, right, we were thinking like, how much will it cost? Because we all know that uh, under the current policies by the MITI, so yeah. you can't have like a fully imported EVs as priced under 100,000 ringgit. Mm. So... The night before the launch, mm. so we managed to have a sneak peek on the pricing. Sally appeared on the website thanks to Japri, Sharp Eyes. So, so what happened? He was like looking at the site. He wants to buy one. <laughs> so he was checking out the site and Sally, <gasps> the price is out. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, that is uh, actually a good sign for him. Yeah. So I it's a need, sign. I need to tell him that, hey, Japri, because he's considering you, right? Yes. And then it's like, hey, the fact that you went to the website and the price was there is a sign for you to get the car. Really, the stars like. are aligned. <laughs> and okay, let's talk about price. So the advertised mm. price is 99000 900 ringgit for that's, the standard model. That's below 100,000 ringgit. Yes, but of course, if you add the, you know, the other registration fees and all that, right, mm. the on-the-road price, on-the-road on the fee, yes, yep. mm-hmm. without insurance, is 100,530 ringgit for the standard model. To move up to the premium standard range model, yep. the on-the-road price without insurance is 125,530 ringgit. So basically, the difference is 25,000 ringgit. Mm. And the differences is quite stark. I mean, in terms of, the, the key differences is the, the motor, Mm. the battery mm. and also the suspension mm. and also the other nice extra extra so let's talk about the the performance okay. so the standard range model you get like a 70 kilowatt hour uh, motor this is about 94 horsepower mm. 180 newton meters of torque so it's kind of like a typical 1.5 liter engine i would say so, mm. or 1.3 something like that non-turbo non-turbo yeah mm. 1.3 1.4 mm. and it has a uh, 45 uh, kilowatt hour battery mm. a pretty decent size which uh, WLTP claim range of 340 kilometers on a single charge that already decent yeah that already is really I would say more than the Nissan Leaf definitely more than the Mini or the Master MX-5 mm. which costs a lot more than this car yep so this, this is more than enough for city driving mm. and this car comes with a 16 inch wheels it has torsion beam suspension, suspension for the back yep okay and moving to the premium standard range so for 25,000 rig extra mm. Basically, you're getting like the motor and battery from the more expensive Ato 3 because it gets a 150 kilowatt hour motor. That's 200 horsepower, mm-hmm. 310 newton meters of torque, mm-hmm. and it has a 60.5 kilowatt hour battery with a rated range of 427 uh, kilometers on a single charge. So you get about uh, 80, 90 more kilometers from the from this bigger battery. And, and I have to say, I, want, I wanted to add like six. So for in in perspective, 60 kilowatt hour is quite a big yeah. battery for the price. And for this size, like vehicle. Yeah. yeah. I, I think even in the Mini, you don't get that that, nope. that battery size. Yep. Uh, I think you get that battery size in a Kona. Maybe less than that. Kona is 50 plus. Um, the higher range, I think it's about 70 something. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yep. Even in the EV6, we're at 74, 77.4 kilowatt hours. Yeah. So this is a considerable battery size for such a small car. Yeah, correct. And then in terms of performance, right? So mm. a 0 to 100 acceleration time, the dynamic uh, standard range, the, the low spec one, mm. uh, get, has a 0 to 100 kilometers per hour time or 3.3 seconds. Mm. Doesn't sound fast, but actually as an electric motor, you get instant torque immediately. So yeah. from a standstill, right, from traffic light, right, it's super quick from 0 to 60. And after that onwards, it's kind of a bit... Um, flat lines flat a bit or, or goes down a bit it goes down a bit but at least it's more linear yep. from 60 to 120 130 not that I'm driving um, <laughs> it feels linear it's punchy it's punchy it uh-huh. continues going on, yeah, and yeah. on and on and on and on no so, downshifting yes. and all that so it just goes when yeah. you press it it just goes that's the beauty of, a, of an electric motor no uh-huh. you to worry about yep. and then the extended range model mm. because it has a more powerful motor mm. 200 horsepower mm. 
zero to hundred is seven point oh seconds. Wow, that's faster than after trip. Obviously, because this is much lighter vehicle. Wow, that you know, you know, seven seconds, right? Is the time is a is a zero to hundred time of uh, GTIs and hot, hot hatches, hatches. Yes, back in nineteen ninety nine, back in yes. year two thousand. Yep. So that would be considered sporty back then. Yes, correct. And I would think that if you have that kind of power in a car this size or in any car, if, yeah. if you sit in any car that can go from 0 to 100 in mm-hmm. 7 seconds, mm-hmm. it feels really fast to a lot of people. Yep. So I guess it's fun. Yeah. And then the good thing about this is like despite the lower price tag, right, mm. uh, BYD, you know, um, they do not compromise on the the comfort, uh, uh, creature comfort features in terms of safety. You still get that massive uh, 12.8 inch screen mm. as you get an Auto 3, which is uh, Android power and you can rotate digitally, yep. electronically. You yep. just push a button or use voice to just rotate. Mm. And uh, that can also support a uh, wired Apple CarPlay. Nice. And also you'll get like the, the full safety features like um, level 2 uh, semi-autonomous driving features like yep. adaptive cruise control mm-hmm. with a stop and go traffic support nice. which I tried which works there's lane keeping assist mm. there's even um, a rear cross traffic alert and braking so let's say for example if you're parked in between two large uh, MPVs and you want to back out you can't see what's going on behind this will actually help to you know look out for you warn you if this it will alert you, you and it will stop, stop the car for you yes so that's, that's a very useful feature. Yeah, actually. that's something that a lot of cars in this segment that don't have. And unlike other cars in this segment, which relies mostly on optical for the emergency or autonomous emergency braking mm. in the link keep assist, right? This has radar as well as the optics as well. Nice. And this also has 360 degree camera, which is pretty good. So it has a dash cam built in, is it? When you say 360 yeah. camera? If they use the same, if everything's the same as Auto3, mm. there should be a dash cam feature. I feel there should be a dash cam feature because on the center console, mm. I still can find like a card slot because that's used to record the videos yeah. but I couldn't find an app in the, the display cars yeah and we were told uh, that the software in the car is going to get like an over the air update yes. to enable uh, Android Auto yeah so currently the one that we tested uh, at the launch there was no Android Auto but there's CarPlay, CarPlay Wired yes. And uh, hopefully there are other updates coming to the car as well. Do you know whether BYD uh, sends their updates over the air? Yeah, over the air. Wow. It's like, I think the Auto 3 as well, when they launched, I think they didn't have, they didn't they don't even have a CarPlay as well. And then eventually they got update and this enabled. So pretty impressive. And then the whole <laughs> the whole infotainment system, right? Mm. You can tell it's Android because the, the, so you have the Android buttons. Mm. You, you can even do uh, multi-window support mm. and you can do multi-window in the sense that you can have one showing the maps yep. and the other one showing the uh, uh, showing Spotify. So it's 12.8 inch. 12.8 inch. So that's like the size of a laptop. Kind of. Yeah. yeah. And it's a big display. Yep. I like it because, you know, we were playing around with it and I, I like it because the interface doesn't feel weird or wonky. And it's familiar because it looks like an Android, so you kind of know how to navigate yourself through it. The navigation, it, yeah, the navigation, I think, is, is well thought out. I mm. mean, it's... Okay, some translation is quite bad, lah, <laughs> because Chinese to English translation, yep. but it's, it's still much better than what you get from the Aura Good Cat, which is, like, mm. over the place. At least mm. this one is laid out quite well. Yeah, so it's like it's because it's difficult, right? Because a lot of uh, in-car entertainment uh, menus that we see, for example, like the EV6, yes. right? So it doesn't have a lot of features, so that's why it's simple to navigate. Yep. It has settings, and in the settings, there are some limited capabilities. But in the in the Dolphin, and I would think would, it will be the same as the Auto 3. I, I've yep. never been in the Similar. Auto 3. I've never driven the Auto 3. But in this one, it feels like, it's so comprehensive. That's yeah. why it, there's a bit of a learning curve because there's so many settings that you can change, that you can customize. You can set up the split screen. Mm-hmm. There's voice command. Oh, voice command. I think this is probably one of the best voice commands I've tried before <laughs> because not only is it responsive, mm. but it's quick. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was I, I watched you do the demo mm-hmm. and you can do so many things like open all the windows, turn yeah. on the AC, set the temperature. Uh, open the, the blind, sunshade, yes. the, the sunshade, and we will talk about the sunshade and the panoramic sunroof. Yep. I think, I, I think what we can say is we're we're quite really excited about this car, la, To be honest, I mean, in yep. terms of the, if you look at the price, which is about one hundred and twenty mm-hmm. and below, yep. you get all these features. Um, the difference between the uh, premium version and the standard version is that you get bigger wheels. 
a huge, mo- a more powerful motor, a bigger battery, and the panoramic sunroof. Yes. That doesn't come in the standard, standard. version. So that's for 30k extra. You get 25k, 25k yeah. extra. But you get all the bells and whistles in terms of the safety equipment. We have a uh, lane keep assist. Yes. Um, identity uh, cruise control. Automatic, automatic cruise control. Uh, traffic follow. Yeah. Do you does it does it even come with auto steer? Auto steer. Yeah, saying like identity cruise control. Yes. Lane keep assist. Uh, not lane keep assist. You know, centering. In like, like like in the EV6, right? Lane centering, s- right? Uh, you call it lane centering. It's, yeah. It's auto steer, lah. Basically, I can just like leave it and not let my hands go, but sometimes I do. But the thing is, it can follow the car in front, yeah. like on a highway, yeah. and it will steer and everything. Yeah, of course, to some degree, lah. Like for example, straight road. Let's say it comes cornering, you better uh. take your hands. <laughs> yeah, better grab the wheels. But I mean, overall, it's a um, pretty nice place to be. And I must say that the interior, the design, all that, right? Yeah, you can tell that there's a mixture of uh, hard plastics material. Mm. There's also soft touch material. Mm. But in terms of hard plastics, right, they did a very good job in making it look not cheap. Like, for example, they add a lot of textures. Like, the top part is like you have the grainy texture. Mm. And then at the door trim in the middle part, right, it has like a kind of like a denim kind of feel, but it's yeah. plastic. Yeah. So they, they did quite a good job in terms of texture to make it look well designed. Well designed, yeah. yes. And I would say it looks better than Ato 3. If, if Ato 3 is like some designer that's high on something, <laughs> right, this one looks more... I would say it looks more, uh, how can I, more measured. Yes, I think it's more tasteful. More tasteful. I agree with you because I didn't. I mean, I the biggest problem I had with the auto. So the outside of the auto tree wasn't offensive. It's standard. It's yeah. okay. Yeah, it's quite generic. Yeah. Autotree, yeah, and then you go inside. You have this bulging muscles in the dashboard. Yeah, the muscles better. And the door <laughs> handles, the rocker door handles. And then you and have guitar strings, strings at the yes. bottom. It's like what is? Go- it's too much for me. I just and it, can't. And then it's striking blue and white. It's like, oh, yeah, it's yes. just too much for me. But then I go into the dolphin. Number one is the body color is coordinated with the interior color. Yep. So you get a different interior color to match the body color, yep. which is something that you only get with premium cars. Yep. You don't get this in standard yep. price car that's below 100,000 ringgit. And number two is it's so tastefully done and there's so many little, little details. And there's a lot of nooks and crannies where you can just throw your things yep. and it's... Like you get in your car, there's a like a like a shelf that yep. you can put your phone. If you wanna charge it, there's a um, wireless charger in the center yes. console. Uh, there's more storage at the bottom of the center console. Yep. it's just thoughtful. Yeah, so like first time you get in, right, you just know where to put your stuff. Yeah, okay, yeah. I know where to put my key, my wallet, my touch and go card, or whatever. It just it's just quite logically placed. Of course, there's no glove box, but you have a, quite a decent underfloor storage, which is pretty good. Yeah, I I'm surprised. I really, yeah. I mean, so. I didn't go for the Tesla launch in Malaysia because I saw the Tesla and I and there's nothing really exciting about the Tesla anymore for me. Again, no offense to the Tesla people out there, but it just it just doesn't do it for me. Then I go to this BYD Dolphin launch. I went there because I was curious. Like, okay, when I went to go, when I knew about the price, I'm like, okay, is there where are the corners that BYD is cutting? Yes. And I wanted to find out what these cor- where these corners are. And I, I, I looked at the car, opened the doors, touched the plastics and everything. And, and, and what I like about this car is that it's unpretentious. Yes. It doesn't pretend to be anything else than a car that works yep. at a good price. It's like, it takes all the right boxes. Like for example, if you want like a, if you don't like SUVs, you mm. prefer something like a hatchback that's more practical mm. uh, and that's comfortable. I think yep. this fits the bill. And also in terms of space, I think a lot of people are curious about the space. People say, ah, it looks like a small car. It's going to mm. be cramped behind. It's not good for long journeys. But the back is actually pretty, stage, uh, pretty spacious. Yep. I'm about 180 centimeters tall. Mm. Uh, I sit in, I have loads of knee room. Mm. Leg room is pretty good. Um, Head room is pretty decent. And the seats actually quite good. I mean, it could be better, could be higher, mm. uh, but for most people like uh, like Chapri and and I think Lokman when sitting, it's actually pretty comfortable. They go decent under tight support. For me, I wish I said a little bit taller, yeah. but but it's almost fine for the for the price. Yeah, because you get loads of light room and especially the floor is flat. Mm. That's very important. So if you're going to squeeze a third person in in the middle, that's not going to be a problem. Some say that oh the rear doesn't have aircon, but I think it's not a big issue because the no air- aircon vents at the rear. There's no aircon vents at the rear, but you do have USB ports at the rear. Uh, USB C and USB A. Front as well, go USB C, USB A. So in terms of connectivity, you're sorted. Um, the the other thing that we that I wanted to highlight was uh, the standard model ca- comes with a manual seat adjusters. Yes. 
the premium model comes with electric seat adjusters on both the driver and passenger side. Yep. But there is no memory. There's function. no memory, but it's okay. La, it's a luxury I'm used to and I like to have. But for this price point, <laughs> I think it's fine. And the thing is, uh, in terms of seats, because uh, I test drove the standard version, the manual seats, uh, you can adjust the height, but I just wish that I could tilt the seats a bit, like mm. the front a bit higher, so that you have more under tie support, long long leg people problems. Mm. And uh, and also the steering wheel, you can adjust for, for reach and also height, yep. Yeah, which is pretty good. No complaints there. And uh, it comes with keyless entry, with NFC. Yeah, on the side mirror, similar to Auto 3. And the boot, okay, obviously this like a hatchback is, it's okay, it's about 300, 350 litres of yeah, space. Yeah, less than 400. I, I think it's medium size. It's not yes. cavernous or huge. Yep. I, I, the word I would use to describe it is adequate. Uh, there's underfloor storage as well, which is useful. Yeah. So you can hide stuff under the boot floor. And you can still fold the front seats down if you need to go to IKEA. There's a 40-60 split. Yeah, there's about 1,300 yeah. litres of space there. Definitely better than what you get in the corner and uh, uh, or a good cat. If you're going cycling and you're going to take a bicycle in the car, uh, you might have to take off the wheels. Yes, you, you can't. Yeah. Even with the with the, even with the seat down, you can't shove in a bicycle without taking off the wheels. Yep. If you're wondering, so I hope that gives you like a, a picture of 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 uh, how big the boot is. Yep. Um, not a downer, but it's not class leading either. Yep. The other thing that it's not class leading is charging. Mm, yes. Um, so most cars from China. Uh, no, no, most cars yep. within this range has eleven. Not within the strain. Most electric vehicles that are not from China has 11 kilowatt AC charging. The ones that come from China, like the BYD uh, Auto 3 and the Dolphin has 7.3 kilowatts. Yes. Single which phase. is uh, significantly slower, but you were saying that most 90%, if you have a charger at home, 90% of your charging will be done at home. And most of the time, it will be done overnight, like over eight hours. So that's more than enough to charge the car from zero or from below 10% or 10% all the way to 80, 90%. Oh, speaking of charging, because since we're talking about charging, uh, BYD has a blade battery system. So apparently it's different, uh, different, different chemicals, different, different chemistry. Yes, because LFP batteries mm. versus NMC. So normally most of the EVs, they'll recommend do not charge to 100% all the time because mm. best to keep it be like 20, 80% range. Do not to charge. Take care of the battery health. Yes. Yep. So for BYD, they say that uh, there are people saying that okay for BOD blade battery it's okay to charge 100% without degrading the, the lifespan of the battery significantly mm. so if you really want to maximize the range of 340 kilometers you can just charge 100% daily if you want to really yeah. <laughs> I, I still wouldn't do that yeah. um, but Unless, if you want to you can I mean, yeah. it's your car yeah for me, it's a, if you if you want to charge hundred percent, if you really want to you know maximize it, then yeah, you can go ahead. At least, is uh, you have that advantage uh, over other EVs because other EVs, like for example the Mini, right, or yeah. the MX Five, you have let's say two hundred kilometers of range on a full charge. Mm. You can charge eighty percent, which yeah. means you only have like hundred sixty yeah. max. Yeah, yeah. that's uh, gonna be a bummer. Okay, I usually charge my car up to ninety percent. Uh, I think what we're trying to say is, if you need the mileage, you can charge it to 100%. So if you're going long distance or you're going to drive all day long without yep. finding a charger, going 100% once in a while is fine if you're using a normal battery. But BYD is saying that with this blade technology, with its different chemistry and different construction and stuff like that, it's safer, less heat, uh, less heat is being produced, making it one of the most inf- efficient systems in, in the EV industry. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's also being used by Tesla, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, for I think for some certain models that's produced in Germany. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so it's okay for you to charge the car to 100% more often than not. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's AC charging. It's a bit of a disadvantage, but not a deal breaker. Yep. It's annoying for me, but it's not a deal breaker. Then there's DC. Um, for the for the standard rate, standard standard variant, it's what sixty kilowatt max. Yeah. And then for the top of the line premium variant, it's eighty kilowatts. Uh, so BYD says it will take thirty minutes to go from thirty percent to eighty percent. Yep. Which I think is still slow. Okay la. Thirty percent to eighty percent, you know, most oh, yeah. like most of the time it's around twenty percent to eighty percent. Yep. Uh, it takes about 30 minutes. So I think we talked about EV charging and how manufacturers have considered like um, the the least amount of time that people can stand mm-hmm. while fast charging their cars is about 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. So they're trying to get 30 yep. minutes to go as much as they they possibly can. Yeah, but anyway, DC charging is quite 
is you only do it sparingly if you need to travel long distance. And for me, it's sometimes like for example, we drive the Ikea AKV6, which yeah. charge super fast, yes. ten to eighty percent, eighty minutes. Sometimes I feel it's too fast, so it's not even fast <laughs> enough for me to go and for grab you a to coffee. Do anything, right? Let's say go and grab coffee. Right? Yeah. You queue up, wait for your order, and then you panic. Oh no, it's gonna be finished soon. <laughs> it's too fast. Yeah. yeah. So thirty minutes, I think it's a sweet spot. And besides, um, I think eighty kilowatt. Some say okay, it's not fast enough. I think. Is okay. Most of the chargers out there is like 60, 80, or 100. Yep. And besides, there's also a charging curve as well. Yeah. So uh, I think it's decent. Yeah, it's, it's okay. So like I said, right, so I went to the launch to figure out, okay, why, where are the corners that BYD is cutting? Mm-hmm. And now we find out that, okay, 7.3 kilowatt AC charging, maximum 80 kilowatt DC charging, which is not blazing, but not bad either. The other thing that maybe some people might have an issue with the Dolphin is the boot doesn't have a power tailgate thing. I think it's fine for hatchback. (laughs) So a lot of people are saying, you know, you're probably going to upgrade that with your own thing. Anyway, we spoke about the X50. It doesn't have one. I only found out that you can add on as an aftermarket, but official from factory. Yeah. Um, but the higher version, the X70, has power tailgate. But, yep. you know, the price is much more. I think it starts at, what, 130 X70, I think the base model is about 90-something. Oh, wow. Yeah, X70. Yeah, but oh, the base wow. model is so based in terms of there's no, there's no basically, there's no advanced safety features. Yep. No yeah. no adaptive cruise control. Yes, no. There's only probably, what, two, four airbags? Uh, I think six airbags, but four or six airbags. Uh, but you don't even have AEB, which should be standard. Across yeah, all cars yeah. now. That you don't even have stand- that. That is standard on all cars, mandatory in Europe. Yeah. You have to have that. So, again, with the Dolphin, it has all the suite of advanced safety features, active safety. It's all there. Yes. There's really nothing for you to worry about. And it has six airbags. Yeah. I think in terms of safety features with the additional like, you know, rear cross traffic alert, 3CC camera, I think this is unbeatable for this price range. Okay, a lot of Tesla people will ask, what's the Euro NCAP? Hmm? Euro end cap on this. Do we know? Is there like a? Is there like a? Is there like a? Was a Euro end cap test conducted for the Dolphin? Because you know Tesla is the world's safest car. Yeah. So the Auto Three <laughs> has also five star Euro end cap as well. Wow. Yeah. So, so but, but, but no 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 Tesla's five star is different. <laughs> it's from another galaxy. You okay. Have to know that. BYD Auto Three. Uh, ninety one percent adult occupant, eighty nine percent child occupant, vulnerable road user sixty nine, safety assist seventy four percent. It's safe. Overall, it's five star. It's yep. safe. I mean, yep. okay. Let's look at the cars that's available within this price range. WRV not even available in Europe. This car is available in Europe, in Australia, in Malaysia. Mm-hmm. Not sure what it is in the UK got uh, in Europe. Yeah, uh, UK not not UK sure. UK is not part of Euro, EU. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot. Um, <laughs> and it's not. Uh, I'm not sure whether it's going to be available in the US. But BYD is not available in the US. I don't think so. Okay, so it's not not available in the US. Yeah. So safety features good, technology good, interior good, yep. specs good, price good. Yeah. The other thing I don't like sound system. Yeah, it's quite basic. Six speaker. Man. No power. Yeah. So you might want to upgrade that. I mean, again, we've probably been pampered with a number of EVs that have really good sound system. Mercedes, um, Volvo. Volvo, and you also said Tesla. Tesla, one. yes. <laughs> Tesla, oh my God. It's a, it's a movie theater on wheels. Uh, okay, yes. I will take that. I didn't try it, but okay. But come sure. on, it's a 100,000 ringgit car. Yeah. No, not 100,000. Two hundred thousand, one hundred and ninety. No, no, I'm I'm talking about the, oh, this one. the okay, dolphin. Okay, okay, yeah, okay, okay. so give it some slack. I mean, yeah, yeah. Mm, okay. No, no, I cannot be biased. <laughs> I have to be critical. Yeah, let's not one. let's yeah let's leave no stones unturned. Um, yeah. and another complaint for mm, me is the tiny instrument cluster in front. It's like it's smaller than motorcycles. I feel it's five inch or something. Something like that. it's super small. It's like I think our smartphones have bigger screens than that. You're and talking about the dashboard, lah, right? So yes, into, into the instrument cluster. Uh, okay, let me just explain to those who are listening to us on on podcast. So usually on uh, normal like our EV6, it has twelve inch dashboard and a twelve inch uh, in, uh, entertainment mm-hmm. console thingy, mm-hmm. So it's like a huge lengthy display like that. Mm-hmm. So it's big and you can see all the all it's the high def, icons yeah. and yep. all that very clearly and it's bright. So I guess that's where BYD cut corner. So it's a small binnacle mm-hmm. that sits nicely inside the space between the two spokes of your steering wheel. Yep. So the the good part is it doesn't block the Visibility, view yes. uh, when you're looking at that binnacle while you're driving. 
The bad part is it's kind of like low res and low power. It's not bright enough under the sunlight you were saying when you were driving. Yeah, I wish it's a hood because it can get really glaring. And another thing is a lot of the advanced safety features, right? Yeah. Like the uh, speed limit alert, uh, autonomous steering, steering alert. all that. Yeah. yeah, all tiny icons. Sometimes the car keeps beep, beep, doo, 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 what's going on, what's going on? And then yeah. I see something flashing but I can't really see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that, that could be a problem, especially for those who are not familiar with technology. And yep. if, if it's the first time that you're driving a car with a lot of this automated features, safety features, monitoring features, the bings and bongs can really get overwhelming. Yes, I must agree with that. And sometimes some things happen and you just don't know what it is. And like, for example, um, the database cruise control and mm. with the lane sensory assist. So I just leave, uh, my, leave my hands off the wheel for a while. Mm. And then normally the cars, they will always re- uh, remind you to put your hands on the wheel because this is level two, not level three. Yep. So you must have your hands on the wheel. Mm. So if you can't detect your hands, right, mm. they normally flash, okay, put your hands on the wheel. This one, you just flash the the steering symbol for like maybe half a second then mm. and then what, what's going on there's no message there's no text saying that okay put your hands on the yeah. wheel so yeah. that's not very clear yeah yeah. that that could be a problem actually that can be a problem and then the bings and bongs are quite annoying oh my god like that for, for example <laughs> This, I, I, there's like a sound pack, right? So uh-huh. like signal lights, right? The signal indicator, right? Mm. They have different sounds. So left and right, normally it's like same sound. Uh-huh. Tuck, 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 tuck. Uh-huh. This one, right? It's very funky. Like turn right, it's tuck, tuck. And then the, in the other direction, yeah. tuck, tuck. <laughs> uh, and, mm, I, I mean, that, that, the, the, the designer went high again. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, for example, you know that uh, most EVs, because it's so quiet, that this pedestrian audio, it's like if you drive less than 30 kilometers per hour, uh-huh. they'll emit like a sound to the like people. an external speaker that yep. will emit like a hum to tell people, yep. hey, there's a car here. And the BID, I, I, I'm, I'm sure you can change the themes, but the the default one which they enabled during the test drive, right? It sounds like you're driving an ice cream truck. It's like, <laughs> ding, 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 like, like, like some chimes and all that. Like, what the hell, man? Like, someone's selling ice cream or what? Uh, Especially when you come to complete store of traffic, uh, like, you, you can hear it. <laughs> oh my God. It's like, <laughs> it feels like you're driving an ice cream truck. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm sure you can turn it off, but <laughs> I, I don't think you can turn it off, but you can change the themes. But does, is that available? Do you know whether that's available on the Auto Tree? Yeah, it does. I remember Auto Tree has sounds, but I'm not sure whether that's exact team okay. but but normally this sounds right it's supposed to be intent must be correlated with the speed this one's like the same tone yeah. regardless what speed you're driving like whether it's 10 or is it 5 or is it 30 it's the like same sound so that's where they cut the corner yeah I mean <laughs> it's a problem that can be fixed so hopefully mm. maybe based on feedback they can push an OTA to fix this up I mean I don't know I didn't drive the car uh, mm. so I take it from you that it sounds weird and yeah Maybe borderline embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure. I don't know because I didn't ask if you're around. But the thing is, yeah, that can be under uh, overwhelming. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, the sounds, the chimes could be better designed. Mm. I mean, this sounds like a our harsh opening is like designed by some, you know, like the same guys who made the Chinese Bluetooth speakers. Like, there's lacking finesse in terms <laughs> of the sound. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the detail and the, yeah, the finesse. Yeah. Like small Small little bit of quality that makes it premium. Yeah, like you know like how Samsung when it comes to ringtones, right? Yeah. They actually go to great lengths to make sure it sounds right. It must sound like water dripping on pebble or something yeah. like that. It's lacking that. Yes. Yeah. Okay, I agree. I guess where else they cut corner is in the tire. So it comes with what <laughs> King Long Ling Long Ling Long tires. With dolphin logo on it. Yeah, three dolphins exactly on the on tires. So Ling Long tires. Again, they went overboard with the dolphin theme, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Um other than that, there are really nice details on the interior. I quite like the seats, uh, the mm, front yes. seats. They look really sporty, like like bucket seats. Yes, like same, uh, vegan leather. And you get it for both models. So that you, you, don't, you won't get penalized for getting the cheaper model. You still get the same seats. Yeah. Um, talking about space, uh, there's no frunk if that's a big yeah. deal for you guys. So there's no point for you to open the hood because there's really nothing there except for a coolant reservoir, a washer fluid reservoir, yeah. and you can see the motor. Even the motor doesn't have like a, like cover. a cover. Yeah, it's like, oh, there, there it is. Yeah. That's the, that's you want to see the motor? There, there, there. Yeah, there, 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 yeah. there. Okay, so that's in uh, not so much of a nutshell, but that's the car. And summarizing it, it's like, it's a good car. Yep. Good price, good technology, good safety, good everything. Uh, comparing it with the others, I don't know. I think, what is the best car that can fight the BYD Dolphin. I think in terms of price, I think the direct competitor in terms of something that's fresh and new on the road would be the Honda WRV. 
that is priced uh, about 108,000, 100,000, 100, 110,000 ringgit for the top spec RS model. Yeah, but I got I to gotta come in and say the WRV was designed for third world country markets. Mm-hmm. It's from like a Brio, yep. which is was a BRV and then now it's a WRV. Yep. And it's basically a five-seater version of the BRV. Yeah, yeah, and I've been like the BRV is... Okay, so for this one, you tr- you try to look really hard to see where the corners are being cut. For the BRV, you can see <laughs> where the corners are being cut. Yeah, it so, feels like, it feels like a cheap car, but yeah. at least this one you can see. Oh, they actually put more attention to detail. It feels much more than it's worth. And also, nothing about the WRV is that outside. Mm. I think the new WRV looks pretty good, but once you step inside, it feels like a Honda from two generations ago. It doesn't because feel special. That's where they cut the corners. Yeah, so Make it, it cheap. Yeah, so at least the BRD Dolphin, I would say outside, mm. some might say it's a bit boring, especially the front, but inside it feels really special. It feels like you're driving like a more expensive car. Yeah, uh, and BYD has really good efficiency. I mean, there's so many good points. I don't want to make this show sound like we're like... Like a sales pitch. Really right? <laughs> trying to say that this is a good car and there's nothing wrong with it. We also take note that there was like a website that said that, you know, um, Top Gear reviewed the car and they didn't like it. Mm-hmm. I mean, Alex drove the car, Chapri drove the car. They came in with some notes saying that it's kind of soft. Yes, it's kind of soft. Soft, but in a sense that it's comfortable. Yes, it's if you're looking for a car that's comfortable to drive your family around, because some people prefer some more comfortable, right? Yeah. I think this fits a bit. But if you want something that's more engaging, something you want to drive like a sporty, sporty a hooligan, right? I would say that the Aura Good Cat, Kona. the Kona, it's a much better car to drive. It feels more chuckable around mm. because it has the right firmness. This is just soft. I mean, nothing wrong with it. If you, For me, when I drove the car, I drove until 80 km per hour, I think no no big issues. Mm. It's just that when I drove a bit higher, I don't want to mention the speed. Mm. Um, once, you know, on the on the highway, normally there's these joints on the road. Yeah, yeah. So this one time I tried to overtake and then he hit the joint. It, it, it kind of feel, like, feel a jump. So uh-huh. I'm not sure is it because of the suspension setup because um the stand because the one I drove is a standard model so mm. that's lighter because mm. it's a smaller battery mm. and it also has a, a torsion beam. So maybe, I don't know, maybe the higher spec model because it's a bigger battery is heavier. Heavier cars tend to have stiffer suspension and that use multi-link so maybe that might ride differently. I'm not too sure. It might be better, yeah. Yeah, because Auto3, uh, John tested it, he loved it. I mean, it's comfortable but no major complaints. He is comfortable. He's, mm. In fact, he said that he think that feels better than the Mercedes which is overly soft wow. that's what he said okay so n- also also not a deal breaker for me not a deal breaker for its intended purpose if you want mm. a comfortable car to get around with your family I yeah. think it fits the bill if you want something more engaging of course I think you might want to look for something that has a little bit more uh, more, more of a firm suspension basically don't think of it as a sports car. car yes yeah I mean, it can go from 0 to 100 in 7 seconds. I did say that's like a sports car way back when. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, maybe it could be the King Kong Ninglong tyres. Maybe, I, I maybe the tyres, yeah. I mean, like I said, I don't know what these tyres are, where yep. they're from. I don't even know what their pedigree are, whether yep. they're any good. So maybe the first thing you change is the, what is it called? Ling Long Tires? Ling Long Tires. Just change to a new pair. The good thing is it's 16 inch and 17 inch. They, they don't require you, you to use uh, EV specific tires. So you can swap them with any 16, 17 inch tires you want. And 16, 17 inch tires are not expensive. Yeah. At least more normal size, I guess. Yeah. Uh, not like 19 inch or 20, 20 inch tires yep. that cost 2,500. <laughs> For EV specific. Oh my is, God. Oh my God. Okay, let's nitpick. Wait, wait, we're comparing. We're comparing cars, right? So, we have the Honda WRV. Uh, I guess the more popular one would be the City hatchback. Yep. Uh, not the RS version, right? For this RS price, version. With this RS, price, RS version is about hundred and seven thousand ringgit. But it's a one point five non-turbo. Does have hybrid? Yes. So, electrified. So kind of like EV performance drive. Is it a is it a plug-in hybrid? No, it's like a it's like basically like a range extended. Type so basically the oh is that Honda thing right yeah Honda the mm-hmm. IMD technology mm-hmm. which is pretty efficient um and of course in terms of performance right that one I think zero to hundred is about I think twelve seconds as well so quite similar wow and yeah. and it probably maybe have a higher top speed so we didn't we didn't so okay BYD has not mentioned what the top speed of the Dolphin is it's mm-hmm. kind of like a mystery we try to check online we can't find it either but um my, my friends say ah. <laughs> Not me, ah. Uh. <laughs> My friend got test. Trust, cross, trusted drop, friend, ah. Uh, 150 Reliable one, can, uh. can go cross 150. Ooh. Yeah, not me, not me. Yes. And it got to 150 pretty yes. quickly? 
pretty quickly. It's linear. So basically, from uh, like I mentioned, your uh, friends say lah. Yeah, my friends uh-huh. say. So basically, um, um, zero fifty, zero sixty is fast, and then after that, it it start to taper down. But at yeah. least the the acceleration from there is quite linear. So highway driving should be okay also. La. Okay lah, but of course don't do that all the time. It might kill efficiency. And despite that, right, my yeah. friend, my friend, ah, uh, uh-huh. despite driving like a hooligan, yeah. The efficiency is about 15 kilowatt hour per hundred. That is very good. That's pretty good. I struggle to get 15 on my EV6. I only get that doing like crazy traffic jam and take me about 40 minutes to get to work. When I'm like really behaving with the throttle, I probably get 16. Yeah. At the best. Yeah. At the best. Yes. 15 while it's being tested by many, many, many people. Yeah. That's... I mean, BYD is known for efficiency. La. I remember John telling me when he was testing the Auto 3, he was driving it like a... Like a tester, uh, he got like sixteen. Not 17, a hooligan, yeah, like yeah. a tester. Uh, and yeah, he got sixteen, seventeen, not yeah. even eighteen. And that's including like the the car being switched on and taking photos and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. And it's because and I think a lot of, there are some people who say that uh, when they test the the BYD, they own the BYD. Apparently, mm. it delivers more range than claim. We gotta get a test unit. And yes. Really find out. Yeah. Uh, okay, back to cars. Uh, we, I guess for me the most popular one that's really close to this that I would think I would consider getting is maybe the X50. Mm, okay. Because 1.5 three-cylinder turbo, turbo got power, better handling. Yes. Handling definitely would be better. Uh, and it comes with all the technology. Yep. And the proper, same airbags. Yes. Are, and, and it's airbags. slight. I would consider larger. Boot. The boot might be larger. Boot. Because it's longer. X50. Yes. X50 is actually quite small. I think yeah. I think it could be similar or could be smaller. I feel because actually the boot is quite small. Mm, okay. Want, yeah. If you want space, if you want space for the money, I think you should go for X70 a lower spec if you want space. Mm. But X50 driving, I think it's good. It's fun. Yeah. Uh, just that the space behind is not as great. Yeah. Yeah. The boot especially. Yeah. Okay. And the X50, the top spec, uh, is about hundred and thirteen thousand, hundred fifteen thousand. Yeah. X50. Yeah. One one five. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Mm. That's cheap. Flagship. Yeah. Wow. And it's powerful, 1.5 turbo. Ah, uh, what about 170 horsepower or something like that? Right? 175 horsepower, 255 newton meters of torque. That's not bad. Yeah, it's still one of the uh, best value buy in terms of power to price ratio. Okay, now we've compared it with ice car, mm-hmm. with uh, with EVs. There's no EV that's within this price range. The cheaper one we mentioned, the, the Neta V. I we did gone. say in the previous show, don't bother. Yeah, it's a rip off. Uh, closest would be the Auto 3. There's an Aura Good Cat as well, uh, but oh, it's messy, man. That car. Actually, the the, the car, look is nice. The looks nice. The the drive is good. Good. Uh-huh. I like the drive. Yeah. Uh, the boot is tiny. Uh, I think the biggest uh, scene of the car is the interface. The UI is terrible. And then the thing is, oh, uh. like for example, the at least the BOD Auto 3, right? You want to enable cruise control, all that. It's so easily on controlled on the steering wheel. Yep. And you got big screen, you can do whatever you want. Adjust mm. icons easy. The Google Cat, the interface is just horrible. Everything's buried into settings, into settings, into settings. And it's going to be super tedious, man. And even like the the screen, mm. some part of the screen, like for example, you want to change volume or, or icon, mm. it's partially bo- blocked by the steering wheel. So <laughs> it's not that great. I think they didn't really think of the user interface interface. Yep. It's like they make a great car and then the UI and the touchscreen is like an afterthought. Yeah, they're, they're like a reverse Tesla. <laughs> you know like Tesla is a good software, software company. First. Ecosystem software first. Uh, yeah, and, and the car is not so good but the inter- well, but uh, ecosystem uh, is great. Yeah. Uh, uh, but this, this one, one is like the car not so good. The car is okay. okay. The interface uh, like, do last minute or last five minutes we rush get, the software. Get an intent to do it. Yes. Yeah. 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 Okay. So still um, within the range of 100 to 130 this is a winner. Yes. Unless you're really looking for an SUV with high riding. Okay, if this is a sing, if this is your only car, would mm-hmm. it be enough? If you, for me, if I don't drive long distance that often, to sometimes take a trip to Penang or Balik Kampung. Oh, Penang! I think I'll go for the high spec one, 105,000, no brainer. 420 kilometers, right? Yeah, 430 kilometers, like that. Mm. yeah. Because I like like we we mentioned right, you know, there's a lot of DC charging up yeah. there, and also um also oh another thing we forgot to mention is that mm. if you if you buy the BOD uh, Dolphin the first uh I think 800 customers the early bird customers yeah. you get 1,600 ringgit of charging credits either for Gentari or for Charge EV yeah yeah that should last you probably if you have a charger at home that can probably last you for years or if you do that every day maybe can last you maybe six eight months depends mm. on how much you charge mm. so that's pretty good value for money. Yeah, so if you minus that off, it's a hundred something thousand, whatever lah. Yeah, if you let's say you get the base good model, savings, good yeah, savings. Yeah, you get uh, the base model, you uh, get this offer. Mm. So your car technically is less than hundred thousand ringgit. Okay, 
that's good. And then you also mentioned since you're talking about uh, packages, uh, uh, Sime Derby is also offering what they call standard uh, service packages. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're not going to go into details, but I'll just read the what's available. So there's a standard service package of three years that costs one thousand six hundred and eighty-eight ringgit. So that's three years or sixty thousand kilometers. Six years or 120,000 kilometers is 3,888 ringgit. And then there's eight years to 160,000 kilometers, which is 4,888 ringgit. This service package includes reducer oil service, air conditioning filter service, brake fluid service, drive motor coolant service, air conditioning refrigerant service. And then on top of that, there's a plus package. So six years or 120,000 kilometers, you pay 7,888 ringgit. Or eight years, you pay uh, uh, 12,888 ringgit for a service package that includes windscreen washer fluid replacement, wiper blade replacement, replacement. front and rear, mm-hmm. remote control battery replacement, 12-volt battery replacement, brake pad replacement, front and rear, brake disc replacement. I mean, for six years, you're not going to replace your brake disc. Lah. Yeah, but I think, I think I guess for people who want to get a car, in a, uh, you, wanna, you, you want to... You don't pay anything for service. You don't pay anything for service for the next eight years. You just want to put it up to a loan. Okay, just pay everything in a loan so that the next eight years, I don't need to worry about replacing anything. Yeah, I, I guess. But yeah. for me, it's like, it's counterintuitive to what an EV is. Yes. So as you know, EVs don't require a lot of maintenance. They don't have oils to change. They don't have oil filters, oil filters, spark plug, whatever. You don't need to do that. Even uh, brake pads can last longer because you hardly use them because yeah, of regen. Because of regen. Regen braking. Yeah. Um, so all these things that's included in the service, you can change when you, re- when you need, need to. It, yeah. And you, most of it, you can do it yourself. Like windscreen washer fluid. Yeah, you can you, do it yourself. Actually, you just open the hood. The the yes, container is there. Yeah, just open the cap and then pour it in. Wiper blade. You can you, buy a Shopee or buy Lazada. Shopee, you go to YouTube, learn how to replace it. Yep. If we get a, a Tesca, maybe we show you how to do it. Remote battery replacement, you can just go on, DIY man. or any shop, just get a coin battery and put it in. Yeah, we're in 2023. You should be able to know how to, to replace the remote control. Our consider package even includes free tires inside. But it's, but it's not included here. Yeah, so what I'm trying to say is don't bother with this package. I think this is just an opportunity for Simon W to upsell. Money because upfront. the BYD auto... Uh, auto the BYD Dolphin is such a good price. They want to just upsell, get some yep. more money from you. Upfront, this yeah. is basically 12K, 4K, uh, 3K that's free to them. It doesn't and cost them that much. And so lock you down. So basically, since you pay for it, right, you must come to us to service. Why yeah. you, you don't go anywhere, anywhere else? Yes, you're yeah. right. And we didn't ask them. There, It says here, terms and conditions apply. We don't know whether this is transferable or not. Mm, good question. Yes. Yep. So buyer beware and don't, for me, it's like don't bother. But if you want, Again, do your checks and get it. Yeah. All right. Final question of the day: hundred to one hundred and thirty thousand ringgit. Would you get a BYD Dolphin, and which one would you get? I'll definitely go. Uh, I go for the the premium long range model. Why? No, no. Okay. So question. So you are saying yes, you would yes, get it. I'll get it. I'll and I go for the premium model. Okay. Why? The long range. I think for this price, right, in terms of the level of, uh, okay, firstly, in EV. Mm. Secondly, the amount of stuff you get from the car in terms of, you know, um, the safety uh, safety tag um, and also the the space you're getting and also you got other cool features like, you know, you have, you actually have a glass roof that has a built-in shade. <gasps> That's something Tesla doesn't have. Tesla has a glass roof, period. Without a shade. Without a shade, yeah. They sell you the shade. Yeah, you can you can sell buy a third party or you can buy from official Tesla. So so there's something that Tesla can learn from BYD. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So basically, if in, all in all, right, you put that in factor. If you don't really need an SUV because I think there's too too many SUVs in the road, mm. um, this is a perfect package. What else do you need? Exactly. If you want more space, you can just go for the Auto Tree. I need better tires. Yes, better tires. <laughs> yes, I think that's a, probably the first thing you want to change when you get yes. a car. Yes, I agree with you. So if you ask the question to me, would I get one? In in real life, I'm actually <laughs> considering. <laughs> I think I think it's a good car. Yeah, I mean, a hundred and thirty thousand ringgit. What can what can you get? WRV. If you need an SUV, and then that lacks a, a lot in the terms of the aesthetic, and also in terms of this aesthetic, level of, of feature technology. Yeah. Um and 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 all these things, right? Yeah. The blade battery, for example, it's it's a big deal. Yeah. And right. there's an eight-year warranty on the battery. Yes. 
So no issues. I mean, if you're gonna, one of the biggest popular questions we always get is, oh, can the battery last or not? Mm-hmm. Do I need to replace it? BYD is giving you eight year warranty on the battery. I think eight hundred thousand ma- kilometers. Hundred sixty thousand. Oh, sorry, <laughs> not eight hundred thousand. Okay, hundred sixty thousand, which is ah, okay, la, I guess. And also yeah. eight years. Oh, 150,000 for the drive unit. It includes the motor, motor controller, DC assembly, and electronics. Okay, so eight year is pretty much par for the cost for even the premium um, manufacturers. Like I think our EV6 is yeah. eight years. Oh, it's shorter, seven years. <sighs> yeah, battery is shorter, seven years. Yeah. Hyundai is eight years. Yeah. Ugh. See? Ah. And the car itself, right? The vehicle warranty is six years. That's like longer than most other cars, which comes with five. Five. And some comes... And if some, you're BMW, you got to pay extra. Hyundai as well. So Hyundai, even Ionic 6 and Ionic 5 is two years standard. You want five year, you need to about 10,000 ringgit. So this is included with the car? Yes. <laughs> so it's hard to argue in terms of air position, oh in terms of warranty. Oh my God, such a good deal, man. <laughs> it's such a good deal. Yeah. Okay, guys, tell me if I'm wrong. I mean, yep. or if you have any questions, let me know. I, I was telling everybody... Uh, my journalist friends uh, at the BYD launch and some of the BYD people there, I said, hey, I was, this is the most, to me, I mentioned this at the beginning of the show as well, I think this is the most exciting car that, uh, exciting EV that is launched in Malaysia this year because of the technology, because of the price and because of how competent it is as a car. Yep. It's not pretentious. I'm not going to say that it's a sports car. I'm not going to say that it's a performance car. I'm not going to say that it's a luxury car. It's just a car that, okay, guys, let's design a car that is as good as it can be for the price that we're asking for. Yeah. And also, like, we always get the feedback, right? Oh, EV is expensive. Yeah, we know pricing is always an issue. But finally, there's an option that's more affordable, more attainable. And despite the 100,000 ringgit uh, policy limit for mm-hmm. EVs, this is not this is not just the cheapest EV. This is like one of the most value for money cars. Period. Yeah. Because it really undercuts others in terms of the specs and offering in the space. Mm. Yeah. So that's quite remarkable. And of course, some people say, "Well, in China, it can be cheaper." Yes, understand it can be cheaper. But despite all that, if you compare this with other offerings in the market, this yeah. is super competitive. Yes, I agree. And yeah, I think you wrap, you wrapped it up pretty well, Alex. Mm. Uh, yeah, I think that's pretty much it, guys. <laughs> So, what do you think? Uh, do you have any questions about the BYD Auto? Auto, Auto again. BYD <laughs> Dolphin. Dolphin. I, I'm, 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 I always mention the Auto because Dolphin is the first car launch in Malaysia that represents the new line of BYD, I forgot what is it called. Ocean uh, Series. Ocean Series design concept language yeah. and whatever. So, there's a seal coming. Yeah, sedan, yeah. Uh, there's no dugong or anything. No, there's a seal. <laughs> there's a seagull. Seagulls really. Seagulls apparently much smaller than the the dolphin. <laughs> yes, but why seagull though? I don't know. Why not albatross? Because seagulls are like the rats of the <laughs> sea. <laughs> I have no idea. Maybe that's why. Hence the lower price. Who knows? Oh my god. Yeah. Okay. And then seal is more expensive because it's like uh yeah. <laughs> But when you talk about a seal, it's like fat and wobbly on the road. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently this is a Tesla and noisy. Killer. Apparently it's a Tesla Model 3 killer because it's a sedan. And oh, wow. Yeah. Tesla Model Don't know. So nobody can kill the Tesla. That's Look, what, that's no, what people cannot. say, not I say. How yeah. dare BYD? Please just yes. sell batteries to Tesla. Okay, yeah. don't, don't kill them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay so that's pretty much it let me know what you think of the show let me know if you have any questions that you want us to answer about the BYD Dolphin or any other EVs uh, like I said we're going to start a new show that talks about EVs and answer your questions about EVs so let us know more than happy to respond to them more than happy to take that and turn it into a show and we're also available on podcasts so if you're listening to us on podcasts give us a 5 star rating if you like the show because that helps the show grow um, if you're watching us on YouTube, thanks very much for watching. Uh, give us a thumbs up if you like the show. Uh, comments in the comment section. Uh, if you're listening to us on podcast, we also want to hear your comments. Uh, drop us a voice note at let's talk about at soyachinchow.com. Yes, I would really like to hear from you guys. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much it. This is me, I mean, this Alex. Catch you guys later. Bye. Bye.